Hello, hello, and welcome to the Sumasu Sisters Gaming Podcast. I'm Carrie Sumasu. And I'm Yelta Sumasu. And together we're going to be talking a little bit about what we've been playing, both together and separately, as well as what we're excited about that's coming up. Um, to start things off, we've both been playing together the game New World. Uh, New World is an MMORPG. Uh, it's developed by Amazon Games Orange County and published by Amazon Games, and it just came out September 28th. It's very, very new. And uh, Yelta's been playing it a little bit more than me, but we've been playing together as well, and so far it's been a lot of fun. Um, basically, it's got all the normal MMO things. It's got crafting, it's got gathering, it's got questing, it's got exploring, fighting monsters... Um, on top of that, though, it's also got um, these three factions, like the Marauders, the Syndicate, and the Covenant. And you pick one of the factions, and then a large part of the game is like area control over the world. Um, so, for instance, the first little hamlet you come to at the beginning of the game, no one owns. And at, as one of the factions takes it over, they can build it up, they can give it taxes, they can build better buildings, they can build it up to be something special. And then these different areas can be controlled by different companies, which is like a guild or something like that, um, that the smaller groups own. And um, yeah, so they fight for control over these areas to, you know, take control of these hamlets and build them up and, you know, do fun stuff with them so I haven't even gotten to that point of the game so I'm kind of pulling this out of my ass at the moment but uh, it looks like there's a lot there and it's a lot of fun um, it looks like there's also there's dungeons so players can have like up to five members and go fight in a dungeon you level up you learn skills um, you level up weapons too that's one of the more fascinating aspects of the game is um, no, no classes right there's, there's just no whatever classes. weapon you have equipped and however you're specced in your gear yeah exactly so it's a it's a different feeling than a lot of the other MMOs we've played um, yeah they have they have different skills like uh, weaponsmithing armoring was it uh, cooking furnishing stuff like that and then they have refining things like woodworking stone cutting weaving smelting and then you also of course can gather like logging mining harvesting skinning and tracking fishing don't forget fishing oh i can't forget fishing <laughs> i actually enjoy fishing quite a bit so um i don't know what have you thought of it so far i've been putting a ton of time into this game um i don't know what my hours are at but uh, uh I, I did roll on a server that uh, someone who i play games with sometimes and not even Kariri, somebody else I have 106 hours. I, I, <laughs> the first week or so was really bad because of uh, server congestion. Uh, it was hours and hours and hours to even get on your chosen server if it had a long queue. People were using a lot of workarounds to not be AFK kicked. Uh, they have added servers, and I think they've expanded how many people can be. I don't know. And they, they put stuff into, like easier to detect people trying to get around getting kicked and uh, you most of the time can pretty much get right in at least the servers I've been going on but I've started characters on other servers I got friends on other servers but you can only have two characters on one I would call them data centers but what would they call them in this game I can't remember but um, remember so either. like US East or US West and then within that there are 
the uh, like server clusters. So you can only have one character on a server cluster. I think the idea for that seems to be that as population starts to dwindle, they will merge uh, individual servers in those clusters so that you will still have a healthy player base. Um, so yeah, pretty much I have four characters. Uh, one of them I've been on a server I've been playing with, Kariri. And uh, uh, one of them I've mostly been playing solo, but I'm in this big this the streamers big company i don't really know anybody but um i i haven't even done any of the pvp yet i'm like level 31 or something and i'm just questing along i have done like the first dungeon uh i, I you just go in there with whoever you go in there with i don't think there's even any level syncing so i have no idea it, it seemed really easy there was a jump that i fell down like immediately no one warned me but um I, I think i'm about to unlock another dungeon too they and you get there's a lot of loot in those dungeons they just poured loot on me i don't know how to make money yet uh because I, I haven't bought my first house yet you can have houses there's like instanced housing but there's still a physical representation of the house on the map but like multiple people will own that same house and like, but you'll see one of the physical representations and then you can visit the house and go inside and see how they've decorated all the different houses that are actually at that location. That seems kind of interesting. I'm particularly interested in seeing that for sure, to yeah. see the housing sort of aspect of it. And you mentioned the PVP too. We also didn't mention that like in the overworld, you can like flag yourself for PVP or not for PVP. So you don't have to be out in the middle of nowhere and just get ganked where you're standing. So that's a big turn on for me because yes. if it was all active PVP, I would not be playing this game because Carrie and PVP are not friends. They don't. They do not mix. I I like consensual PVP. Like if I'm gonna go yes. and fight, if I decide to join my company and go with my go with the the faction and go fight at I don't know what you what do you fight at to to take over a zone. Uh, the word is a fort or something. Um, if yeah, if I, I went and did, if, yeah, I think it's fort. Yeah, but yeah. um, yeah. If I if I if that was what I was going to go do, then I'd be okay with PvP that kind of thing. But I don't like to be out there just hitting rocks and someone come along and kill me and take all my stuff. So uh, it, there is PvP, and yeah, the 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 town I usually have home pointed, or, or you set it to the inn. You can set one town and return to it. Uh, you know, has occasionally fallen out of hands of the uh, of the uh, faction I'm with, and then I can't, you know, move items from that storage locker from other towns. You can only do that if it's a town that your faction owns. But uh, there, there's, I've I'm, I've been enjoying myself so far. What I've been doing is cons I would consider all low level content basically. But uh, the uh, the community seems. Some of them are real nice and helpful. Some people will see you on the field and just join up with you. And obviously, you've got to go kill the same things, you know, or whatever. And they'll heal you and whatever, and you heal them. And then the, uh, the, the last night, well, a lot of times, general chat just turns into Baron's chat. It's just <laughs> people trying to trigger streamers. And there's, I don't even know the streamer's name. I think he was a streamer. I, I don't watch streamers for the most part, so I don't know who these people are, but there's apparently a couple of big streamers on the server I'm on, and uh, there's a lot of, like, not very nice chat going on. Not because oh, of the streamers, no. but I think, too, I think people trying to try hard for the streamers. 
I gotcha. You I know, gotcha. and then you got the PvP aspects too. Is you got a lot of ha ha ha. It took four people to kill me, and you all suck. And there's a lot of that kind of chatter. I might just turn general chat off. Oh, very <laughs> childish. Gotcha. Yeah, okay. very very childish. It's like, I mean, I don't know. Okay, so let's talk about what we like, what we don't like. I'm going to start with a couple. I really like the music, and I really like the look of it. Yeah. Um, the graphic design is very, it's not too cartoony, but it's not too real either, if you know what I mean. It's very colorful. Um, it's not very muted at all. It's very colorful, and it's very, I enjoy it. I enjoy the the look of it. I love, like, the zone music. Um they have some interesting, they've made some interesting, Yelta and I play a lot of Final Fantasy, and, you know, each crafting or gathering thing is its own job. It's its own job class with its own, you know, main hand tool, off hand tool, armor, set, yeah. skills, abilities, everything. Yeah. Abilities, everything, everything is, is different. In this game, you can, you can, you know, cut wood, and you can gather herbs, and you can... You know, do all of these things, and they all just go in like a sort of secondary tool area. So if you walk up to a tree, you just automatically start harvesting the tree. You know, if you walk up to a rock, you just start automatically using that yeah. tool for the rock, which I really enjoy. I, you have I to have the tool, and you can upgrade them, but that's it. Mm -hmm. You don't have to. You don't have to switch tools. But, you know, something like like arc. I think of all the time I spend spinning my tool on arc or even Minecraft. You know. It's like, mm -hmm. I'm at a rock, just let me gather the fucking rock. <laughs> totally. No, I totally agree. Um, what else? Let's see. I love the idea of the different contr area control. Um, I know I've liked that in past games where, oh, our, our, set, our company doesn't own this region right now, so I can't get that special item from that region right now, you know, until yeah. we get it back. I, so, yeah, I can't craft my steel uh, harvesting tools right now because the town I'm at doesn't have the crafting station leveled up, so I have to, I think you do the town board stuff to to level up the, the, the stations in town. I'm not okay. entirely sure how that works, but yeah, I like that where Something in the world actually affects me, and I have to go do something about it if I want it different. And let's see what else is what else is working for us right now. The quest system seems pretty straightforward. It's all you know shows up on the map. It's all pretty clear and linear. And you know if it's quest number one, it'll show up with a one on your map. You know if you're on quest number two, it'll show a two on your map in that region. So that part's kind of neat. Um, I haven't gotten too deeply into the story of the world yet. It's called what? Aeternum is the world, I think. Yeah, I think so. And I, I honestly have stuff. not been. I have not been reading stuff as closely as possible. I think the arc of the story I'm in right now. I'm trying to get the three companies to work together to fight against the bad the corruption stuff. Or the, yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's like this red corruption stuff that's like taking over stuff and twisting things and and you know we don't know exactly how or why or what it's about right now but Yelta's further in the story than I am so I don't know I don't know you, you do you do find tools to deal with it oh good okay yeah you're not I don't think you're that far either okay no I'm really not that far so or I not think that I'm far like, from it oh not that far from it okay yeah I'm I'm only like level 14 or 15 so it's a, I'm just still a baby in this game but um, I, I am looking forward to going back and playing some more. Um, is there anything I'm, that I didn't mention that you really like about the game? I do like the aesthetic of it. 
I, I know you you did mention that, but uh, I do I, I kind of like the visual aesthetic of it, the graphics and the music and and the just you know mob design is pretty cool. It to me though kind of feels like an older MMO a little bit. I don't don't mean that in like a clunky way. I don't know, or maybe it's just that feeling, that nostalgic feeling of not quite knowing what you're doing yet. You know, which is the, that. the period of time I enjoy in MMOs the most. But uh, yeah, no, I, it's it's fun, and I kind of look forward to seeing what more mid and end game looks like. Definitely, yeah. I haven't even done a dungeon yet, but um, I will talk about the one thing that is not my favorite. I'm not even saying this wasn't done well. It's just not my cup of tea. Is the real time action combat? Mm. I'm not a big fan of the real-time action combat systems. Um, <coughs> that's just, that, again, that's just my preference. It's done well. You actually have skill trees. You have different things you can pick out, you know, to focus on. For each type of weapon, you can, you know, branch out and pick skills. Um, so that part's done really well. And the, the action doesn't even feel that bad. It's just not my favorite kind yeah. of combat. Yeah. It's... Um, it's not, it's, as far as action ones go, I've been able to handle it fairly well, because it's basically, I spam one button to attack, hold it down if I want to do a heart attack. I very rarely block, and I almost never dodge anyway. And then, it, <laughs> other than that, each tool, each weapon only has, like, three action, active abilities. And plus, you can also hit another button to eat food or drink a potion. So, it's, it's action-y, but, I don't know, maybe it'll get harder, but so far, I've been mostly been able to hit Q, hit R, and then hold down my mouse button until it's dead. That might be why it's a little more frustrating for me, is I am doing sword and shield, and I'm trying to do tanky things. So I am using, you know, a short hit, a long hit, and blocking with my shield and stuff. So it just, it's a little more uncomfortable than it may have been otherwise. I don't know. I might branch out and try like a a two-handed axe or a hammer or something so maybe I can do some more damage and not have to try and focus so much on the shield because I really don't love doing the shield but yeah yep that did remind me of something else I really enjoy too though is there's some sort of like regional things going on so different regions have different like I don't remember the word they use in this game, but essentially it's how famous you are or how well oh, known. Oh, rep- yeah, there's reputation grinds reputation. in every, yeah, each each zone has a rep grind, and you have to get to like 10 to even buy a house in that zone, but it goes but, up reasonably fast, at least, I don't know. It does, and as you level up your reputation, you also unlock things, like you can unlock a thing where, for instance you will gain reputation faster in this region. Or you can... What are one of the other ones you can pick? Uh, XP gain, gathering speed, um, uh, cheaper uh, refining of resources. That's one thing, too. When you're doing anything in town, you get taxed. If you're cutting wood at the wood crafting station, you're paying for everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. So there's, there, is, there is money going out. Uh, but you can get, like, whatever, you know, 9% cheaper whatever's. And yeah. bigger and more storage space. That was one of them too. More storage space. Each town had you have a storage locker. So yeah, it's there. There's a lot of good systems in the game, and I like, I like where it is, and I think I like where it's going. So I am intrigued to see 
more about the housing to see more about the storyline and where it's going and i'm just looking forward to getting into my first dungeon so mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it it should be it, it should be a lot of fun so i'm looking forward to checking that out and if you haven't checked it out take a look at it um what else have we got so the other thing we have been playing the most together for the whole is... last year <laughs> the whole last year since literally last november and we're gonna pretend like it hasn't been 11 months since we've talked to you <laughs> just skipping right over that um but yeah like last october november somewhere in there we started playing a game called dead by daylight Dead by Daylight is an asymmetrical survival horror video game developed by Behavior Interactive. Um, it's been out since June 2016, and I am just completely addic addicted to this game. Um, we have a very <laughs> love-hate relationship with this game, I'd say would be Pretty accurate. Pretty accurate. Accurate, yeah. Um, so the idea behind this game is you either play as a killer or as a survivor. The killer, what they're trying to do is sacrifice four, there are four survivors in each match and one killer. The killer is trying to kill all the four survivors. The four survivors are trying to escape the map um, before they get killed. And that's how they quote unquote win. Um, but so to escape from a map, what the survivors need to do is there are generators around the map. There are seven generators on every map. They have to go repair the generator, um, which is a simple, you like hold down your f mouse one button and then occasionally it'll throw like a circle skill check on you and you have to hit the, like the space bar real quick or something um, to beat a skill check. But basically you just sit on the, the generators to get them running um, for a certain amount of time, and then the generator is done. When you finished five generators, there are two gates in each map, and you can go to the gate, unlock the gate, and run out of the gate once you get it open. Now, the whole time that the four survivors are trying to do this, the killer is hunting them down, chasing them, and they usually have to hit them two times before they fall on the ground, and once they fall on the ground, there are hooks placed all over the map. And they go and carry the, the player to a hook and hook them there. The, they can get hooked one time. They can get hooked a second time. The third time you get hooked, you're automatically dead. However, if someone doesn't come rescue you from the hook, you could die on the first hook or the second hook. So you could die at any point in time in there. Um, Let's see. Did I leave any of the most important things out? Uh, one of the one of the things is the killer has perks. They have abilities, and the survivors have perks. And you unlock them by playing the game, basically. And the, you create builds. Then, so the killer has a build that has you know these certain abilities, and the survivors all you know have you know they pick a build. They pick four abilities. Plus, they have tools and add-ons. Survivors have tools like toolboxes and healing kits and add-ons that like enhance that and killers have it's just add-ons right because each of the killers ability is built into that killer their main ability is is baked in uh, a survivor at the end of the day is just kind of a skin if you've unlocked all the abilities you want on it but um yeah so the, the gameplay loop's real simple which is how i described it to the first people i was introducing it to the gameplay loop itself is simple it's like fixed gens escape chases unhook people open the gates and leave 
Or if you're the last one there and the hatch is spawned, you can sometimes sneak out there. But uh, but it's, it's really more in-depth with that because you're, you're, you're playing with other people, first of all, and you don't know their skill level. I'm not particularly skilled at the game. You know, you don't know how skilled the killer you're versusing. Or if you're the killer, you could be getting, like I do, totally bullied by the survivors because all I need to do <laughs> is by daily get four people in a bear trap. <laughs> yeah, no, I totally, totally agree. And, well, it's so funny, too, because the, the well, like you said, the survivors, it's all like a skin. But each of the killers has their own base kit of, okay, so, for instance, you can play this game as... Ghostface. And Ghostface runs around quietly and stalks people. And once he stalks them to full, he gets an ability that allows him to one-shot people to put them on the ground instead of having to hit them twice. So it's very, very powerful. Um, whereas there's, as Yelta alluded to, there's also a trapper where he doesn't have any special abilities. He just has traps. And he can place the traps around the, the map, and if survivors step in them, they get stuck in the trap. They have to keep trying to get out of the trap, and if they get out of the trap, um, you know, if they don't get out of the trap in time, he can just smack them in the trap or pick them up right out of the trap and stick them on a hook. Now, here's an interesting thing about, like, the add-ons Yelta mentioned, for instance. There are add-ons you can get that make the traps him place the traps faster. There are add-ons that will make the traps mangle you so it takes longer for you to heal. There are trap add-ons that make it so one trap opens, reopens, that if it was un, if it was disarmed, will reopen itself automatically every 30 seconds. That one's very, very powerful. So there's all these different things that you can do to play with the... the um, killer's base kit but part of the fun of this too is there are so many uh what do you call them licensed characters in this game this yeah. isn't just just random um creatures we have the demogorgon from stranger things we have um, michael myers from michael halloween myers. yeah the yeah, shape yeah yeah no, the shape yep the Freddy newest Kruger. one we just got was the what cenobite Cenobite from Hellraiser, yep. Hellraiser, yeah, yep. And Freddy Krueger, and yeah. There's so many of them, um, and and the survivors as well. You know, you have Nancy, you have you have um, oh, Laurie Strode, yeah. Laurie Strode, yep. You got Steve Harrington again. Back to Stranger Things. You've got there's so there's so many fun pieces of it um, that I think that's a big reason why people like to play it. But um, you can create so many neat things even with like skills and stuff too or um perks like yelta and i everyone takes a couple different kinds of perks so like yelta took one they call them exhaustion perks they're to help you get out of certain maneuvering things um, that let you move quickly after something happens but then you're exhausted and can't use the perk for a certain amount of time so for instance mine i just have a sprint burst so when I go into run mode, if my sprint burst is ready, I just go really fast for a few seconds, for like five to seven sec seconds. I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. Yelta does not have that, though. Yelta has it usually balanced landing, right? Is it bad? Yeah. Yeah. I have to fall off of something, but then I get a burst of speed for so many seconds. But you have to be able to fall. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and where when I fall, I'm like stuck in place for a second. It just kind of slows you down. So I have the whole opposite of that. They have one where if you jump through a window, because there's all these windows, um, you can go faster after you go through a window. There's one that's the it's part of the meta. It's um, dead hard. So you can actually press like the E button on your keyboard, for instance, if you have dead hard and jump forward and not take any damage one time. But you have to be so, damaged to use it, so it's kind of... <laughs> yes, it's very... It, it's, it's, it's and hard, if you man. have any sort of server lag whatsoever, you're not going to be able to use it efficiently. But, um, yeah, so... But people set up just really fun, interesting builds with different, different perks, and it's really, really fun. Well, and I'll set different things on... If I'm playing just with you, or if I'm playing with just you and my nephew, or if I'm playing all alone with strangers, or if I play, usually usually Saturday nights around here is I play with three other people I know, and so we have four survivors, and we're all in, you know, it's, it's we're all in voice comms, and I, I'll take different things because I know, I know Angelique has a... Oh, the one head on. So if I know if I can run her past a locker, she'll kill it or she'll hit stun the killer. There are some things you can do to stun the killer. You know, you know, there's, I, I know that, you know, what they run and they know what I run and we try to, well, and then on top of it, there's also daily rituals. So daily quests. Plus then there's also some, what's it called? The compendium or the rift or whatever yep. it is. So you have, you have all these uh, achievements, not really, not, there's, there is achievements, but there's these also like like little, you know, things you have to do. Okay, they're basically achievements. Yeah. You know, try you know try to stun the killer three times in one match. I'll never. It's another that. sort of quest system, basically. Yeah. 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 And you yeah. get your extra blood points, which you use to unlock all your perks <laughs> and all yeah, your so- items. Yeah, it's 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 a fun game, and I I like that. Even when it's frustrating, usually. As long as I don't have like two bad matches in a row, I'm usually fine. And I don't necessarily think, and I, you, you probably want to talk about this, I don't actually think all four survivors getting out is the only thing I consider a win condition or a successful match. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. No, I, well, that's the thing too, is it's interesting because there's a debate, and this might be getting a little in depth for an introduction to this game, but there's a huge debate among the killer players too is is a win just killing everybody or is it better to get people more hooks like there's a mm-hmm. way to play this game you can just literally knock down and hook the first person you see and stand there face to face with them and just beat the crap out of anyone who tries to pull them off that hook until they're dead so that would be face camping someone so in that situation, you technically won against that person because they're dead and you're, you know, you you killed them. However, it doesn't take much skill. It's not that fun to play that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, well, so- and you're 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 just standing there while if everybody if the other three survivors are smart, they will finish two generators and maybe or or like try to distract you or whatever. It's it's just a waste of time. It's the survivors yeah. you're leaving. That and you get so many more points, as killer, you get so many more points for letting them unhook, running them down later, and hooking Chasing the next guy. Them and hitting yeah, them no, and, yeah, that's more fun. Yeah. For me, it's like a violent game of tag. Yes. You know, and it, it should be fun. It should be fun to chase them around and hook them. And yeah, you want to kill them. It, but I don't, I also, 
I'm one of those two nice killers, I suppose. I don't even want to hook the same person twice in a row, unless they've been mean to me or something. You know, sometimes they'll like go to the other side of a pallet and twerk at you or whatever, and, and then sometimes they, I just get, I see red, and, and I just have to let, they have to die. But for the <laughs> so most we've part. Mentioned, we've mentioned three of the cardinal sins of this game already. <laughs> so we, we've got, we got face camping, which is icky. Bad manners, yeah. tunneling, tunneling, so just following one one survivor and hitting them, hooking them, hitting them, hooking them, hitting them, they're dead. In a row, um, which people don't... W- most killers don't like to do that because, well, again, if you're, it depends on what you're going for. If you want everyone to have a good time, that's not fun for the person who, you know, is getting tunneled out of the game. And so that's, you know, again, these are things that are completely legitimate within the construct of the game. But it's just not a fun way to play. I'm not, I'm not bloodthirsty enough for that. So yeah. I would rather everybody get points. And if I can kill them all. Well, I've said this many, many times to Carrie. I sometimes will go in there just needing to do a daily quest. I am on the doctor and I just have to shock four people. Yeah, I'll run around and shock them. And then I'll get matched with people who don't even work on Jen. So then I have to kill them. It's just <laughs> the match will never end. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, I've had that same thing happen. It's like, okay, I was just going to play with you, but if you're good. I've had some that thought they should troll me. or That was the other thing Yelta mentioned was, like, twerking. Um, so one of the things you can do is you can, like, crouch down and hide behind things. Well, a lot of people use it to say neener neener at people. Like, yeah. it's obnoxious and rude and a lot of times so if they're escaping if the gates if they've finished all the generators they've powered up the exit gate they'll just stand in the exit gate twerking at the killer to say nah nah you couldn't get me fuck off and it's so rude it's so, <laughs> I, I just, it's so unnecessary well and what's yeah. funny is if you get it like sometimes i've gotten a killer who realizes they yeah you won but sometimes we'll come out and they'll we'll like let them hit us one more time on the way out, or we'll or sometimes they'll like kind of make it clear that they just want to hit us, and then we'll they'll let us heal in the exit gate. I do it too when I play killer sometimes. Just get the just get the last few, just get some extra points, just chase around a little bit or something. No, absolutely, yeah. So, it's 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 just there's there's again with the love or hate this game thing and it depends on the day and who we're playing against or how um, our general mood sometimes will also general definitely. mood yes yeah. exactly yeah there are, so. there are days i play that i have to be like this is not a good idea today and i go play something else i have had to do that a few times and even you know i love playing games almost exclusively with yelta and sometimes i just i can't i'm like yelta i love playing with you i'm having fun with you but i can't with this game yeah i can't <laughs> just, with this game right now <laughs> yeah it just it really depends on you know a mood it depends on how bad our matches are going if i got killed five times in a row and you know if i'm the only one who didn't escape three times in a row and you know if things are going really really terrible it can really yeah. ruin your day but you know if you've got the temperament for it, it it's so much fun you um, have to yeah. go into it knowing that it's really more about the game than the escaping. It's really more about how well you do in that match, how you personally perform in that match. And if you don't get out, you don't get out. There have been many times I've been hanging on the hook and I tell the other three, leave, just leave. Cause he's face camping me, finish that last gen and go just, you know, don't, don't let him get any more points. 
So I don't know. I'm not bloodthirsty enough, I think, but uh, I, it is it is fun sometimes to play killer too, and and, and kill people. But you know, then you get that basement Bubba, and you're like, oh my god. And then they <laughs> apologize to you after the match. Sorry, my my Twitch stream community made me do it, and I'm like, fuck off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody made you do shit. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. Yeah, could well, could have let me get some points first. I mean. Oh, I know. I know. It's so annoying. Um, the other thing we didn't talk about is basically the idea behind it and what all these people oh. are doing here in this game. The lore of it. Yeah. The lore of it. Yeah. So uh, what you're, we didn't even mention. So there is this entity. It's like a malevolent being of some sort. Um, godlike malevolent evil thing. Some sort and of evil entity, probably from some other space-time continuum. I yeah. mean, yeah. So when we sacrifice them on the hooks, what happens is the entity reaches down and pulls them up. Um, so w- the entity has also trapped all these killers in this world. So that's why they're all in the same world together. They're stuck there. And the idea is that even when they die the survivors die they're not actually dead they just keep dying over and over and over again they keep reliving and keep getting sacrificed to the entity over and over and over again and then they come back again so we don't know why we don't know you know how and there's hints there's actually a lot of uh lore written you know i talked about those little achievements you could do they're actually a compendium of books and they 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 have stories about all of the killers all of the survivors uh and and some from the what's the hell's his name he's the observer or something yes yeah so he's you know there is a reason this is all happening i assume it's that's how the entity eats is just living off of the suffering that's what i would assume yeah yeah Here's, here's how the wiki explains it. They said, The entity, a supernatural being hailing from, an a- from the ancient blood web, is awakened from its slumber and summoned by actions of great violence and malice. The killers, or victims, are pulled out of reality by it and convinced or forced to do its bidding. In order to maintain its existence, the entity requires sacrifices and demands that they hunt and kill the survivors so it can feed off their hope and steal a piece of their souls upon death. In order to continue this hunt, the entity blocks off the gateways of death and puts the dead into a dreamlike state that leads the survivors back to the entity's world to get hunted again. So yeah, we we pretty much got it head on. Yeah, we, we, yeah. We got it pretty, pretty close. You, you wake oh, up next to the campfire every time you die. Yes, exactly, exactly. That was the other thing you mentioned in passing that we didn't talk about is um, endgame collapse. So there's a separate phase of this game. Um, The whole, everything before the end gate is opened, there is no timer on this game. So it can take as little time or as much time as you have. Um, But once the end gate is open, once it's powered and open, um, end game collapse starts. So you then have a, a set amount of time. It's only a couple minutes, right? Like it's like two or three minutes yeah, it's it's not super long yeah um before the game ends and any survivor left in there gets stabbed from the ground below by the entity and consumed into the entity it's a little gruesome of course do you, do you remember the first time you saw your character hooked even oh god yes i was like oh 
Oh my. <laughs> yeah. It that's the thing. It's like the first time I don't even like horror movies, okay? <laughs> this is not this is not my area. This is not my genre and I can't stop playing this game. So the first time you get a hook sticking through your body and your character does scream an awful lot. There's groaning and screaming all over this game. It's a little porn but, star on some of them, but yeah. A little bit on some of them, yes. <laughs> But it's like, it's so brutal and it's so gruesome and it's like shocking to you. And after like a couple games though, you're just in it mechanically almost. I mean, you're still getting the, you're still getting the feel of it. You know, you're still getting the horror movie aspect of it. But for the most part, it's just the tag and it's just the, the finishing the gens. And it's just the, you know, Mm -hmm. you're into the mechanics of it more than the, and it just stops being gruesome anymore i guess we didn't talk about the other way to die oh no we didn't each killer has a mori and either through using an item or through using a perk or i think i think one or two might have it natively Uh, a lot of times they can kill you by their own hand they don't even have to sacrifice you and some of them are just gruesome other ones are uh well, they're all pretty. <laughs> <laughs> they're all pretty yeah, nasty. They're all pretty nasty. Yeah, there's uh, they can kill you themselves, and that is like supposed to. There's a story reason for it too, but for the most part, the entity wants things hooked, the people hooked. But uh, sometimes the entity will allow uh, killers to actually kill people by their own hand. So, and it usually takes work. Like the perk, there's a perk to do it. And um, they have to do, they have to hook people and, you know, even the item, I think sometimes, I think it's like they can, one of them, they can only kill like the last survivor and one Mm -hmm. of them, they have to, they can only, they can only mori people who are, um, been hooked twice or something. Double hooked, yep. Yeah, yeah. But I think there's some items too, you know, some of them are like kill by their hand pretty often, honestly. Yeah, and there's, there's so much more to this game. I mean, the, the very general idea of it is very... Like Yelta said, it's very simple. Finish gens, try not to get killed, you know? Mm-hmm. The, I mean, that's it. The killers, like, chase people, hit people, hook people, kill people. That's it. But, like, there's there's a lot of depth here, too. Because there's, like, there's a ton of different maps, too. There are indoor maps. There are outdoor maps. There's, you know, Hawkins Lab from, from Stranger Things. There's, like, um, a western town, Glenvale. There's there's, um, there's the there's the there's this school from Freddy Krueger. There's there's Michael Myers's neighborhood. Yes, Haddonfield. Yep. yep there's the meatpacking yep. plant. I think that's oh, from, from Saw. Is it from Saw? Yeah. Saw. So there's they they have all of these different maps, and some of them are smaller, and some of them are bigger. We also didn't talk about pallets all over these maps. In every single map, there are pallets just leaned over little openings, and survivors can run through those pallets to try and get away from the killers and they can drop the pallets the pallets will stop the killer from moving forward they either have to find another way around the pallet or they can break the pallet which takes time and gives the person time to get away or if the survivor times it right they can stun the killer with the pallet for like five seconds. You mean when all the planets align and the server tick is proper, right? Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I'm actually just never. really bad no. at dropping pallets. <laughs> no, it's a little of both. It's a little of both for me. But yeah, it's it's um, so there's a lot more to this, you know. 
And there's also, once you get good at the game, or better at the game, it, it changes because early in the game, you're so timid. Everyone I've met has been so timid when they start the game, and they're more concerned about staying alive than they are about staying on finishing a gen gens and, or helping yeah. people, you know? But later in the game, it's like, I will throw my ass in front of you while we run out the gate so I take a hit and you can get out without dying. And, you know, so it, you get so much more aggressively willing to help each other. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just, it's super fun to see how, how it changes around. We kind of calculate in your head. Changes. I still have another hook or I still have full life. Well, and that mm-hmm. also changes. Like everybody I know, everybody I know who I've played with this game when they've been new will take certain perks that are like, oh, no, I don't have to have skill checks on generator or, yep. you know, whatever. I don't, I don't need this. I'll see the aura of the generator so I can help learn where they are or the, or the chests because there's chests with items in them. And uh, people do go through. I went through it myself. But then all of a sudden you get to the point where, well, the the generator skill checks you want because you get points for that. And, uh, well, where the generators usually spawn are kind of fixed. They're random, but there's only so many positions they will go in, you know. You know and there's a lot of uh, – it's fun to watch people kind of graduate through to, you know, just being a little bit more aggressive. I st- there's still a couple people I'll play with that are timid that you have to directly say – you need there's two people on hooks. You need to get off that generator and go save somebody. That's the thing too. It's like it, there is a a bit of logic that you have to start working through too. It's like okay, one person's on hook. Two people have been hooked twice, and one person is fully not injured and has never been on a hook. They have to go in. You yep. know, it's like yeah. you you can't just. It has to be a team effort at a certain level here. You know, and. <laughs> That's I may have gotten snippy with people in the past on voice comms. I'm like, but you have to go in. Oh, I'm I know hurt. I have. Yeah, I'm I hurt. Have too. You have to go in. Mm-hmm. Or if the Kaler's being an asshole, I need two people to go in because they, he won't. He, he's not one quite face camping, but one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Sometimes it has to be a team effort to get someone off a hook if they're if they're camping too close. So there's some strategy. There are there are times though where I don't know what to do. There are times where I'm like, I have no idea what the right call is here. Mm-hmm. So, which I, is kind yeah. of fun too. <laughs> it really is. It's like that's it's kind of why that game has not gotten old for me like ever. I mean, I just went and looked at my play time and I'm like, okay. Yeah, I have seven seven hundred fifty nine hours Holy in Jesus. that game. Oh, yeah, I guess so. I got nine hundred seventeen. So okay. yeah, so you know, it's <laughs> we've spent a good a couple good time. minutes, and I still feel like I'm only. You know, it's funny they did a they did a poll today on do you think you're a beginner or intermediate or expert or master or something, and I I had to think between beginner and intermediate, but then I'm just like. 800 hours I okay yeah I'm intermediate I guess <laughs> but, yeah yep I would still call, consider myself intermediate or I don't know how I haven't done the poll yet I'm certainly not a master and I'm actually not very skilled I'm very bad at the chase I you know that kind of I'm thing but being chased yeah, yeah and um but at the same time you know I have I have been iridescent ranked before if there's ranking in this mm-hmm. game they've changed it a bit but uh you know you as you play and how well you perform you you get pips little get little dots and the little dots after you get five little dots at some level you 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 go to the next rank and 
It, they've just changed how it works. Grades. Are they grades Yeah, now? they're called grades now. I but, don't like how yeah. they are now, but... No, it resets on like the 13th of every month or something, and has it's very little about skill level now. It's how much you played in a month. The actual match, um, the ranking system that um, is completely hidden now. And they well, the have, matching system's completely hidden now, but your your grade is still based on how many generators and boxes and chases. It's still based on that. Yeah, but, I mean, you can't... It, it's not as good an indicator as it once was. Like, I could play and lose 50 games, and I could still get to red rank. You you can play and lose and still get to red rank at this point. You, you, you don't have to... I, I've gotten pips... I got literal pips today for losing matches, you know? Oh, yeah. But I haven't I haven't gained a pip since I've been, what is the equivalent of rank six? I'm one above iridescent. Mm-hmm. And I, you, I, I can't, I'm, I'm having a lot of trouble getting any pips at all. I, you still have to do, you still have to work on three generators. You still have to open a box. You still have to get, escape a chase. You still have to unhook people and heal people. Or you just will de-pip. Yeah, they it's it's different, but it's you you can't, you can't just I can't just not do well game after game and still keep my rank. I've, no, I've deranked yeah. before. No, absolutely, and that's not not what I'm saying at all. I'm I guess, but to be a rank like three or four killer now versus being a rank three or four killer before, well, you have to have done it within a month now. First of all, right. So it has to be someone who's playing this game a pretty large amount of time. Well, it's always it's always resetted on the thirteenth, though. But you would only go back like. Oh yes, you, you yes, you, you, you're exactly right. Yes, now they now they reset you back all the way. You used to get a weighted re-ranking, but now they set everybody back to whatever the equivalent of twenty was. But yeah, I think it's Ash Four or something. Ash yeah. Four or something. Yeah, I I wish they would go back to the old. Uh, indicator system i do not like this new one i do not either and after after watching a couple videos and hearing the information yesterday i don't even know if you saw it yet um the matchmaking is based almost solely on whether you lived or died it's your it's your success rate versus that killer isn't it it's well the survivor it doesn't matter against which killer um survivor it's live or die yeah, if if you there's like you might get twenty points per game, um, plus or minus, and it's if you died you get you know the lesser. If you live, you get the greater. It's it's really. really I thought they were gonna do shitty. it per per killer, but that's yeah. It's been no, a while they do since they do per killer from the killer side. The oh, killers, okay. the different killers have each of them have a different. Um, ranking. Oh, that Actually, might be what they, we're thinking of. Their skill per killer. Yeah. Where survivors overall. Exactly. Yep. Yep. And the yeah. and the actually technically the killer ones when they just started it, that's not how they were rewarded. So they took like three months worth of game data based on everything, and they put all of your killers at that number, and then from that point on moving forward they all moved to their own number. So even that overall was not like set separately to begin with. So I, I just thought the whole thing was kind of fascinating, but no, I don't like the way it feels right now. It, it well, just and that's just the grades, which I, well, I'm talking about the grades, which have nothing to do with the matching. 
No, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that I, I, I just it was easier to tell. First of all, ash and silver look too much alike, and yes. the gold and the bronze look too much alike, in my opinion. I yes. think they should go back to the same color gradients that they use for everything else, which is what is it like? Brown, yellow, green, green purple, purple, and iridescent. Yeah, I wish they would just go back to that because this is, and then, and then each one of them being one through four, it's like, oh my god, I could probably yeah, handle the one to four to one if again. the colors I, made sense. <laughs> yeah, no, just do the twenty to one again. Do the colors the same? It, it, th- this was changed for change's sake and not because it was needed. You know? Yeah. I just, I don't like it. Just but from anyway. a, just from a viewing <laughs> standpoint. But yeah, we, we oh, super got, digress. <laughs> we super digress. Absolutely. So, we we yeah. have thoughts on this game, I guess, is what you should I guess take away we from do. that. I guess we do. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay, well, that aside, any final thoughts on Dead by Daylight? Uh, if you're interested at all in a game like this, I would suggest going and buying it. Now, if you have a favorite character you want to play, there is a lot of DLC. I would, if I were you, listener, if, if you know, buy the game, but I would uh, hold out. They do have sales on DLC. That's all I would suggest, because you really can get your feet wet with what's in the base game pretty easily. Um, I don't. We didn't even talk about there are cosmetics and other things, but um, there there is a in-game store. There is a battle pass. If all of those things turn you off, then you know. But you can play for just the original ticket price. You can play a lot of hours. So yeah, give it a try. Absolutely, absolutely. So. Um, the next game that we're going to talk about is funny because both of us have played this almost exclusively while waiting for cues yes. for Dead by Daylight. <laughs> it's, this is game is called Luck Be a Landlord. Um, Luck Be a Landlord is a roguelike deck builder. It's about using a slot machine to earn rent money and, according to the creator, defeat capitalism. It's it's a really, really fun little game, and I don't even know really how to describe this, except <laughs> to say it's essentially like an, what, 8-bit looking Yeah, it's like, um, it looks like an 8-bit, 60-bit slot machine, but you, you know, after each, after whatever, I don't remember now. Each roll. It's each, after each, you know, each spin of the wheels, you get to pick something else to put on the wheel, and then when do you get to pick... There's also items. Yeah. So, okay. The idea is you are um, trying to pay your rent. So you're talking to your landlord. He gives you a letter before each section, I guess. So the first one is like four or five spins, and you have to earn 25 coins to pay your rent. Your rent is 25 coins. So you keep spinning the wheel over and over again to earn money. And as you're adding all of these symbols... um, to the wheel, they have different things on them that create synergies with other symbols on the wheel. So you can actually start multiplying things or doubling things or giving plus one to things and making interesting combinations happen. So as you add these symbols to the wheel and as you go through the game, like after your first four or five spins, then your rent is due. You have to pay them the 25 coins. After you pay him the 25 coins, he's like, cool, you could pay me 25. Now, next time, I am raising your rent to 50. So then the next time you have, like, yeah, six or seven spins, and you have to earn 50. But you also then get to p- pick an item. 
And each of these that you're getting to pick, they give you three options for whether it's a symbol or an item. And the items are things that give special benefits to things already on the wheel. Um, for instance, there is a coin thing. So if you have a coin on the wheel, it now increases the value of the coins to a times two or times three or something. Um, you might have a lock pick. So usually one of the symbols you can pick is, a, is a, like a chest, and one of the symbols you can pick is a key. And if the chest and the key touch, they un the key disappears and unlocks the chest, and the chest is worth more money. You can get a lock pick, which will automatically, like 30 or 50% of the time or something, unlock chests automatically so you don't even have to worry about getting keys on your board anymore. There are, for instance, little dwarves and dwarves will drink alcohol that appears on the board when you add an alcohol symbol and the alcohol will give 10 times what it's worth or what, you know, you know, if a dwarf touches it. There's bees and raindrops that work with flowers and give them bonuses. There's miners who will um, break ore open and then the ore will be on the board and be worth more money. There's all of these different synergies and you can build specialized builds around different symbols and different items and getting those things to work together is so much fun. It's a puzzly little thing but on top of that you're also just the one thing to keep in mind about this game 100% you're going to lose. You're going to lose a lot. And that's one of the things that's hard for me in a game, but uh, I, 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 once I accepted it, you're going to lose nine out of ten times. It, maybe even more than that. I don't know. <laughs> you, you lose a lot because uh, there's a lot of luck involved. And, uh, but but it, that, I think it just makes it even that much sweeter when you actually pay that. What's the final rent now? 777? 777, yep. That, so that, but then you can go into endless mode. And at that point, well, Kariri just had an excellent uh, achievement today. <laughs> I did. I did. For the first time ever, there is a ridiculous item in this game. So if you get the right setup, and you can do this in like six or seven different ways with different setups, if you get the right set up going you can go forever like you can literally never stop playing you could always play on the same build and i had a there's an item in the game that's a guillotine that you can get and if you get the guillotine it says if you make a billion coins it'll just end your game <laughs> and i actually i actually hit a billion coins today on one run and um, and it does. The screen just goes black, and you go back to the menu, and that's what happens. That's do you how get, it is. Do you get an achievement for that? I didn't get or... an achievement or no. anything. No, no you I just have like, a screenshot, though. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. I was hoping I'd get a, I'd get you know a special something, but nothing happened. I was like, oh, that's a little bit of a. I thought there'd be a screen or something, you know. Yeah. But that's no, awesome, was, though. <laughs> it was super duper fun. Yeah, and finding the different ways to do it is super duper fun. Um, yeah, it's just, it's the best little time waster I've come across in a very long time. And the, the creator of the game is updating it regularly still, and he's always bug fixing and he's always, you know, trying different things. Um, he just added a new type of currency to the game not that long ago called essences and essences are another thing that happens so you know every time you pay rent you get a um, item 
So you're normally adding symbols. After rent, you get items. After you hit a certain level of rent, you now start getting essences. And they let you buy specialized, they're basically items, but with different, they're the exact same images as the items, except they're red and they give bigger, badder, awesomer um, bonuses, basically. But they're temporary. They're very temporary excuse me, temporary things that they do. So yeah, there's just there's just a lot of, again, it is brain dead easy. You can just keep clicking spin if you want to. Not gonna last long, but you could if you wanted to. Or you can put a lot of thought into it and keep just building different, different builds and seeing what works together and what doesn't and how you can make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's just, it's it's got strategy. It's got enough strategy to be interesting but not so much that it hurts your brain. And there's a lot of luck, too, so you can always be like, well, that was just unlucky. <laughs> yes. I also yeah. like that I can play it, since it's kind of not, it's, it's like an 8 or 16-bit kind of game, I play it in a smaller window, uh, which is perfect for having on top of my uh, Dead by Daylight window so that I can see when I match up for a, uh, a match. And also it has... A working uh, mute when not focused, so it's just it just shuts up when I go into a Dead by Daylight match. Yeah, and it's not system intensive. It's not real hard on your computer. So you know, even if you have a smaller system, it can it can run in the background while you're doing other things. It's not not going to cause you too much trouble. So um, yeah, there's there's I think that's everything there. Anything else we should mention about it? I'm going to mention there is a demo you can download for free. The game itself is only ten bucks. Yes. Yeah. So, so it's it's definitely you just bought it for our mother, right? I did. I sent it to her yeah. yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't to wait to thinks. hear what she thinks of it. Yeah. Our mother Absolutely. is a gamer. <laughs> yeah, we come by it honestly, that's for sure. That's for sure. Hi mom. <laughs> All right. So after Luck Be a Landlord, the other thing I just want to mention in passing is that we have been playing together, which is exciting to me, is Final Fantasy XIV. Because I have come back after six years away. <laughs> so uh, Yelta has been, been playing Final Fantasy XIV with me. And we're just going to real briefly say um, it came out in 2010. It's by Square Enix. It's an MMO RPG. Um, and there's a huge deep rich history of this game but um suffice it to say i left six years ago and i came back about a month ago i think now maybe a little over a month ago and it's just been so much fun and um i know we've mentioned it every every podcast thus far but yelta does have um, a Final Fantasy XIV podcast called Gather Together with our friend Rubicon Vale. And I was originally on that show with them, and I have come back and started doing that show with them as well. So It's been it's really been, fun having you back. <laughs> oh, it's been a blast. I'm having such a great time, and it's so great seeing people in-game that are still there that I haven't talked to in years and years and years. And it's just... It's been... Everyone's been welcoming, and everyone's been friendly, and everyone's been willing to help catch me up with content and i really appreciate it and well because you got to get caught up yes yeah <laughs> i've been doing the storyline i have been hardcore doing the storyline like putting just about everything else aside to just do the storyline because 
Um, and we'll talk about it a little later, but the next expansion for that game comes out in November. So I want to be in the next expansion with Yelta and Ruby and the rest of our free company. So uh, I'm kind of kind of pushing it real hard to get us there, to get me there. And um, everyone's been really, really gracious about helping me get there. So that's been really awesome. So if you have any interest in learning about Final Fantasy XIV, head over to our Gather Together podcast and listen to us talk about it there. Let's see, what else did we play together? We played a couple things, and here I'm just going to give a spoiler for the future. We played a little game called It Takes Two, and we played a game called Valheim. We've played a game called Phasmophobia. We've played all three of these, and we'll probably we're probably going to play them together a little more um, before we give. I love opinions. Phasmophobia. I don't think you liked it as much as me, but yeah, I think we, we should cover that in another show. We're already in an hour, so let's. Yeah, uh... <laughs> yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about those in depth in in a future episode. So there's a little spoiler for for. Um, one of the next ones. So um, what we will talk about then is what we've been playing on our own. Why don't we start with you, Yelta? What are some things that you've been playing on your own? I This is go. It's been a year. I have played so many games in this last year. I don't even know if I could talk about it. But one of the my game of the year kind of thing is actually an older game. I played There Is No Game. And I'm probably, you know, world last for this. But it was an amazing fun experience i loved everything about it it frustrated me a couple times it made me laugh it made me cry i mean it's uh it's it's only like let's see 13 bucks on steam i don't i can't even tell you what it is without you know spoiling it i guess i i might go back and play it again honestly it was good it pretty much every kind of it's kind of a point and click adventure yeah, you know, I, and it's it's just I it it was just good. It was it was somebody here says the word extraordinary, and I don't use that word, but yes, it was an There's, extraordinary it, little game. It's sweet and it's funny. It's absolutely funny. Yeah, it it's the graphics are very simple. It was it was it, yeah. I I have not played this game. I'll say that flat out. But I've I've watched people play this game, and I enjoyed every single minute of it. I also played, uh, recently came out, I was morally uh, iffy on if I should support them or not for reasons we're not going to go into right now, but uh, everybody told me how much fun Diablo 2 was, and I played Diablo 3 and had an okay time, so I did download, buy and download Diablo 2 Resurrected. I, I don't know if I wasn't in the mood for a game like that or what, but it's just, it's not doing much for me. I, I might go back and try it some more, but... I, don't, I couldn't even tell you what I don't like about it. It just, I, I was bored. Oh, no. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. And, and yes, I do fully understand that the real fun and challenge begins later, but I just didn't find myself caring about the story. I, I don't know. I wasn't having any fun. So I, I'm probably going to put it on the back burner for a while and probably go check it out again in a month or so you know how you get mood sometimes i'm i'm moody i'm a moody bitch <laughs> I, I might not have been in the mood for it but i i did i, I do want to go back and check it out some more it happens it happens yeah. uh final fantasy had a whole slew of pixel remasters come out and some more are still on their way i've worked my way through one two and i'm working on three right now 
Uh, that's actually what I've been playing in between matches of Dead by Daylight. Mostly just grinding monsters or slowly working my way through dungeons or whatever. I can't even promise that I've been paying attention to the story that good. But, like, one barely has a story. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, but these are fun... Uh, nostalgic games for me. Well, not all of them, because honestly, not all of them came out when I was still a child. Uh, but like what my whole one summer when I was a kid was Final Fantasy one. And then, mm-hmm. I, you know, <laughs> um, uh, the pixel remaster or whatever they're calling them. Uh, I'm enjoying them a lot. Uh, I disliked the font was part number one. I hated, and I found a site that showed me how to, switch the fonts out to something that didn't make me want to kill myself. <laughs> and then there was another change too. I had like a bunch of weird screen tearing or something. I don't remember now if, if, if I, uh, but, 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 but both of them was, were fixed reading an article on the internet. So uh, I play it in a not maximized window. Again, that kind of pixely game just hurts my eyes when it's on a big monitor. <laughs> so it has been kind of perfect to, to, to uh, grind mobs, you know, while waiting for cues in other games. And then my son told me about this little game. It's called The Coin Game. And it's basically a single-player game where you... you I, And I've only played the, like, easiest version. You don't even have to go to home and go to bed at night. But you basically go to all these different arcades and play all their games. That's really it. There's not much more to it. But it's been... It's just... You know, there's it's literally like all the different arcade games. There's like the little you put the quarter in and it pushes the quarters down and you put the there's there's one place that's like a fair and, and they've got the barkers telling you trying to get you to come over and play their, you know, squirt the water in the whole game or whatever. I don't even know what the games are. I love yeah, those you know. games. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought of you especially I thought of you in actually immediately. And you, know, and you win prizes. You you play these games and you win prizes and you take the prizes to the pawn shop or whatever that shop is and you like turn the prizes into money so you could just go back and do it again. I need to try it on the other setting where you actually have to eat and get home at night because you're a kid, you know. And everybody in the game's a robot. I don't even know how to what? put it. And they're really? all they're all like robots. It's kind of amazing. I I don't know. I'm I'm just it's just a dumb fun little game and i i haven't played it in a little while but when when you you know when you know you have to go to bed in half an hour it is an excellent one just to boot up and play for a little bit and it's i don't know there's a couple of chores you can do to earn money like one guy wants you to uh mow his lawn so there's like a lawnmower game and you have to babysit on this other one it's just it's it's just pretty funny it's just pretty. It's and there's like f- there's like multiple arcades too. One's like got this whole pirate theme. Another one's got like this whole Area Fifty One space alien theme. Um, it's it's a lot of fun. But uh, I actually actually got there because I was playing Tower Unite, which I actually really like. I I'd like I'd like you to see Kiri. I'd like you to play Tower Unite sometime and check out their housing. Oh Ooh. my god. But it, but Tower Unite also is a lot of, that's a multiplayer game. It's got a lot of okay. laser tag and there's fishing and there's, and there's a lot of mini games and there's a lot of, you know, I, I spend a lot of time over at the casino. There's <laughs> like clubs you can go dancing at, but it's, it's not like adult, not like that kind of game. 
it's 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 more it's more it's more you know about you know playing games but yeah tower unite sometime that i i didn't put that on my list here but uh, i am typing it in to look yeah it it's 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 a it's interesting i in fact the 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 housing is really what i'd like you to see you know of course the other okay. game i really wanted you to see the housing for i don't even know if it exists anymore i never went anywhere it was called identity I remember that. Yeah. yeah I cuz I'm, I'm kind of worried cuz I'm I want to get a house in New World, but it's all the houses I've seen so far, they're just basically little pre-made cottages and you just put down uh trophies or something. Really? Yeah, I don't know. I haven't I haven't done a lot of looking yet. But yeah, I'd like to play a game that had some better housing in it. Of course, that's part of why I'm extra excited career we came back to Final Fantasy 14 is I do have a small house. I'd like, I'm kind of thinking about getting a bigger one. And they made it so you can share houses, kind of. Yes. So I gave Kariri permission to uh, do whatever at my house. And it's been uh, getting pretty spoopy in there. <laughs> it is. It is. We're, we're decking it all out for Halloween. And just, it's vomited seasonal stuff all over the place. It's so much fun. Um, and then uh, we have a company or or grand company uh the grand company is um gridania the the region that we're from we're part of their army basically oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, and so yep. i think i think um the plan is to after halloween maybe deck it out in, in gridania i do like gridania stuff. themed things <laughs> i do too so so that and i've been i've been earning up i've almost got fifty thousand more points for for the gridania stuff so um yeah, I might go on a furniture and wallpaper buying spree here any second. So, yeah, yeah. Well, that, they're that gonna, should be a lot of fun, too. They're going to add new housing. So I'm expecting other people to move. So now would be the time to decide what other Gridania house you want instead. I'm just going to say. <laughs> but anyway, I digress. Final Fantasy fourteen is kind of what I would consider my main game. So I get, I get distracted by that all the time. But uh, why, don't, why don't you tell me what you've been playing without me? Well, speaking of housing stuff, I have been playing a little bit of House Flipper. I think I talked about House Flipper before a little bit. Um, I'm not sure if I did or not. But basically, um, you go in, you start the game, um, you have one little shack, and you go into your computer, and it gives you jobs for people. And you start off doing things like cleaning up. You wash windows and you remember know, washing pick windows. Up and I'm like, what the fuck is this game? <laughs> what is this game? And then you move on from there and you start um, painting rooms and rearranging furniture. And eventually you start, you know, doing demolition and taking out walls and adding on bathrooms and doing all of this stuff and or um, buying new furniture or decorating a baby's room. And then eventually, once you've earned enough money doing all of the shit work, you can buy houses and then you can remodel the houses and then you can sell the houses. And um, it, it's basically that simple. But um, you get, you know, graded basically on how good you do at remodeling the house. Um, you get there's like a kind of scoring system through a bunch of people who want to buy houses mm. and some of them are like okay i want a two-bedroom house but i don't want um baby stuff in my house oh, okay. so if you try and sell them a house with baby stuff in it they're gonna say no fuck you i don't want your house um 
you you also get skills. You you're learning skills like, for instance, um, you do have one for picking up garbage and stuff. So you start off and you only pick up one piece of garbage at a time, but then you can unlock a thing where it picks up everything within a radius. You wash windows really shitty and slow and you have bad tools at the beginning. And as you get better and better at it, you get better tools and can squeegee bigger areas. Uh, that Painting. might be my problem. I might not have realized it gets better. Oh, it <laughs> way gets better. So I tried bad. that game and I'm like, I, why no, is this like, fun? <laughs> no, at first you could only paint one strip of a wall, like a four inch section of wall at a time before you have to put the paint roller back in the paint and get more and um you can unlock that so you can do like eight to ten columns at once before you have to get more paint you know you can um unlock things where like you know if you run out of paint you can start painting on something that you already finished and waste paint well you can put a skill point into i'm not wasting any more paint so you know you got that sort of thing so um it's, it's, so you get all these skills, too, and once you get your skills maxed, you later can, like, um, oh, what do you call it? When you, um, with a client, you sort of haggle on the price of something. You can unlock skills in negotiating to get better at that, you know, so it'll allow you to make much more money on a house. So that's really fun, too. But there's also, like, d DLC for this game. Like, the first one is, like, bunkers. So there are, like, secret bunkers oh. under these houses. And you could put in, like, huge jugs of water. And you could put in, like, weapons. And you can put in, like, just underground bunkery things. It's, it's ridiculous. You put in, like, gas masks and, you know, crazy stuff like that. But the newest two... Um, well, they're probably not the newest anymore because it's been a little while since I played, but they just added like a cyberpunk DLC. They added an HGTV DLC. Oh. And so that's what I was exploring most recently. Um, the HGTV one, it actually gives you like a neighborhood and different houses are actually asking for certain projects to be done. Oh, that sounds good. It really is. And then you go in and you get two different options. And they're like, okay... Well, I was thinking of us doing the remodel this way. And then the other person says, well, I was thinking we should do it this way. And they both show you their ideas. You pick which one you want to do. And then those are the basically, you know, qualities that they're requiring for the house. Kind of the, the uh, objectives then at that point. Exactly. Yeah, all the okay. objectives are based on what you pick there. So, And all of these have budgets and stuff. So oh. you have to do it for under this amount of money. So it's very goal-based. So you might actually really like yeah, these. Yeah, yeah. I, I have trouble with just go fix it up. Because I, okay. I have trouble with open-ended stuff like that to that, point, to that extreme. It, but if I have, I want these things and under this amount of money, then it's a puzzle. Then it's something I have to figure out. Mm -hmm. And knowing if you did not know that you can skill up those things, that would be a game changer for me because it's painful at first. It's so bad at first. And that's it's deliberate, you know, because you're supposed to be building up. Yeah. And then when yeah. You, you know, when you when you've unlocked all your skills and stuff, it's really not that big a deal anymore. Um, but, yeah, I, I really enjoy House Flipper. And if you enjoy sort of the decorating aspects and this is a lot of it is goal driven like even even the beginning of the game is very goal driven so you might have trouble further in in the game because 
it is more open-ended. You can buy any house you want eventually. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, and, and, and maybe that would be fun, too, because the goal would be, I assume, to make money. Yes. And it is still, you've still got goals there because every every one of the families, you unlock an achievement as you sell a house to each family, right? Right. So, you know, if you meet their different qualifications, as you are selling homes, even if you didn't sell it to that family, you are learning things about them for the future. You learn oh. what they like. You learn what they don't like. One likes traditional furniture. One only likes modern furniture. One likes artwork. One likes plants. One likes, you know, so there's different things that you'll get bonuses for. One of them wants a home office with like a full decked out desk and it has to be close to this room and it has to be this color and one one place doesn't want a kitchen what, I mean, what there's okay. some ridiculous All ones right. but one well, of them they only they only take out i gotcha yeah yeah one of them doesn't care about their house they only care what's in their bunker you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's one that that you go through and just do remodel a garage there's one where you're you know putting in a baby's room so there's there's a ton of different goals there if you're looking for them so i i recommend house flipper it's a lot of fun if that's your type of game if that's you know something if the house decorating and buying furniture and placing stuff and painting the rooms and making everything look good if that's your jam this is a good game for you so that's that's one of them I've been playing. The other one I've been playing, this is nothing new. I've been playing it forever, is The Sims 4. I've been playing The Sims since the first one came out. I'm still f- following it pretty heavily. Um, recently, they've added a dream home decorator, which, as we just talked about, is my jam. Um, they added a paranormal stuff pack. And the newest one they added is something I have been looking for forever, which is cottage living, which is essentially farming and i'm gonna say that i thought the paranormal stuff pack would be something i adored and i was just frustrated and sad um some of the things did not work as intended some of the things it sounded like a really good idea it sounded like you got super unlucky though because i don't had a totally different experience than you (laughs) yeah yeah so so i i got stuck in an area where my sim was so scared that I literally could not leave the room. There was stuff in the hallway that had appeared there by the ghosts and spirits and stuff. So I could not leave to use the bathroom. Um, Because I was so miserable, I couldn't do some of the things that would make me less scared because I was so tense and so upset and embarrassed from having pissed myself because I couldn't use the restroom. Like, it was the most frustrating experience I've ever had in The Sims ever. It was awful. I hated it. I might try it again on a different save just to see if it goes differently, but I I was not a fan. I liked the items. I liked the room decor. I liked all the that sort of stuff, and I liked the idea behind it. I did not like the execution so much. I would try it again if I were you because I did not have that experience, and I, I played it a little bit. But I, 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 like, talked to some ghosts, and it, it, there was some haunting, but nothing like what you describe. See, and even before that, I was doing the, the paranormal job, and I half the time I couldn't get anything to happen there either. I mean, I could clean up the stuff on the ground. I could do that sort of thing, but I was just running into terrible problems when I tried to 
like fixed hauntings and things. So that I just did not enjoy it on my. I only played. To be fair, I only played it for two or three hours. Um, so I, I, I'm not saying I gave it the fullest, fairest shake. Ever. No, but you got fucked. I mean, I can't I totally blame you. Yeah, I can't blame so, you. It sounds it like you rolled all. You know. Jesus was unkind is what I figured happened <laughs> That's to you. exactly right. On the other side of that, uh, well, not totally. Well, Dream Home Decorator came out, and that is what it sounds like. They give you a job. You go to their home. You talk to them. Find out what they want, their likes and dislikes. You remodel whatever they ask you to remodel, and then you show it to them, and they like it or dislike it, and then you get paid and go home and rank up in the career. This sounds really good in theory. And I did have some fun with this. However, half of the shit in there is completely random. So, for instance, you could get a vampire who says he wants a sunny house with lots of windows. You could get, you know, the goth family, which is very gothic, very black, very dark. And And they all want, like, neon or some shit. And they want pink and shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like... they, Yeah, there's just... there's. I had someone who told me they wanted, like... And a garden, but it was like inside a room, like a bedroom. It was dumb. There's the they can combine hmm, there's no, there's anything no logic. in any way with no logical restrictions. Uh, and so that was not fun for me either. It seemed like it should be exactly what, what I wanted. What was that just, Animal Crossing game that we thought we would love, but Dream they, Home? They yeah, just they just dream, design design home designer happy someone, home designer yeah. It, but they just they they said we want this this and this and then they just accepted whatever crap you handed out and I'm like no I need yeah. that objective and exactly. I need it to make logical sense it has to I play board games with Kareem the game mechanics have to make logical sense or I'm out they do though it's so that's the, the okay that's another thing they just added and again they keep adding this stuff to get more money and I I get that but at the same time stop being stupid. Like, they just added a thing where you have likes and dislikes. And we have been asking for likes and dislikes since The Sims 4 was released, like, in 2015 or whatever the hell it was. They added it in a way that people in the world will just automatically be assigned likes and dislikes, like the NPCs and stuff. And they're making people have shit that makes no sense whatsoever. They're like... The one that is a, you know, mother of four hates children, you know? They've got the actress, the famous actress is a, you know, hates people. I mean, they're just, I, I'm bad examples, but that's like, they, they take stuff that is canon in the game that people love and they're making them hate. The guy who is at the gym, the guy who is the personal trainer at the gym that hates working out. Because they're just randomly assigned. Oh, it doesn't no. check anything. There's no logic. It just, it's dumb. It's dumb, 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 and they shouldn't have done it. So that that part I absolutely hate. I love that they added in that you can assign them, but I hate that they just decided to randomly give stupid shit. Because that's the thing, too. Me and my game, my gym guy might hate working out, so he's getting miserable moodlets the whole time he's doing that. Your guy might have gotten loves rock music instead, so you turn on rock music while he's training someone, and he's happy as a clam. You no, know, that's I. I like some random things in games, but it has to be random within 
the rule set, I guess, or I don't know. Exactly. So that one was I was not happy about either. Um, what I will say is Cottage Living came out, and that is exactly what I've been asking for for a long time. We got cows, we got chickens, we got llamas, we got new crops, we got a English country village where they're having ribbons given out. You got like canning jellies and shit. You've got or jarring things. It was like candle got, making or some shit. Yeah, that yeah. that was from a different one. But yeah, oh no, okay. Yeah, no, they've got all of this stuff you can do. They have a thing that you can put on. So one of the lot traits of the lot you're on, you can only cook things using fresh food so something you grew or a fish you caught or something like that or it's chicken you raised you know something like that or milk from your cow you know things like that so it's just an extra added neat little challenge i am loving everything in that pack like there's nothing in that pack i don't like that being said my game is running like ass there are so many bugs now there are so many unfixed glitches and things that they know about and things that make the game run like crap and like I can't go in three times speed anymore because it just lags out the game and it just it's they're too late in the game to keep putting this much bullshit in it yeah people Um, are expecting to play this stuff on the same computer that they initially downloaded it on I mean your your computer's aging but I mean it should be able to play the sims it's time for sims 5 that's yeah. what it is. Yeah. They, they need to start at a new base. And frankly, so many people were miserable about Sims 4 when it came out anyways because it was such a fucking travesty. Don't get me started. That they need to put Sims 5 out. Period. We need a new base for them to build off of and start, you know, stealing all our money again. Um, cottage Living is everything I wanted and I'm still not playing it because the game's so buggy. And it just gets worse and worse and worse. And it's not going to get better. It's just not. They can't. And I even have some sympathy for them on this because they can't test thoroughly every combination of packs when you've got this many packs. They've got stuff packs. They've got game packs. They've got expansion packs. They have more in this game than in any of the other Sims franchises ever. Like packs so it's and i wish they that, would just give us a fucking subscription like an old school mmo and just let oh you have God, everything i know, I, mean, I, know. Just I, like, I would love that i would I, i'd buy a sims i'd pay i'd give them ten dollars a month just mm-hmm. to fucking let me have everything yeah absolutely now they're putting out packs where there's like 15 to 22 items in the pack and they're just like five to seven bucks one of the packs had seven items in it. Well, you told me you told me to not bother with the knitting pack or whatever because there was like nothing in it. They have one that's literally just a vacuum cleaner and makes your fucking house sparkle. Like your house sparkles. It's ridiculous. And then on top of that, it gets dirty so fast. And then it sounds like a cute idea. Don't get me wrong, but you get these little dust motes and they come alive. The dust bunnies can... need to just go away. Yeah, dust bunnies it's are too hard broken. to kill them. Well, on top of that, like people doing challenges and shit keep getting them on an accident, and they will bring you tens of thousands of stuff, dollars worth of stuff over time. Simoleons, excuse me. So it's like they're just breaking anyone's fucking, you know, rags to riches things. So 
they're just they're just they did slow them down and they did slow down the how fast stuff gets dusty and stuff so that's a step in the right direction but it's like didn't you guys test this shit i don't i don't understand yeah it's it's did anybody test it as a player would actually play it right so you can test into people will test individual features but you have to actually test the game flow of the game and that's why i feel like they fall down is not try not letting qa play it like a player would play it they're 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 testing the new features They've, they've got a test script to go through, but it's like unless you actually play it the way your players are doing it, it's useless. That's the thing, too. It's like, you know, they go through and they're adding all these packs that were in other games, and it's like it just doesn't feel as good as the past games. Now, I'm not just saying this isn't just a nostalgia thing. This is three other versions of these that I enjoyed all of, you know. This is an entirely different thing. Like they're, it's like they're going through a checklist. It's like, okay, you know, cats expansion check, but they're not. Most of these expansions have very little actual gameplay. They're giving you items and they're giving you stuff and they're checking things off a list, but everything had personality in the older games. Everything had weird little quirks and everything had weird little hidden things and everything had, you know, this thing will appear when you're in a bad mood and it. It doesn't have that deep personality that the other three Sims versions have had. So it's just it's just kind of disappointing. Kind of empty. That's a good word for it. Yeah, yeah. So that's my Sims experience lately. Um, the only two other things I'm going to mention. I'll mention these very very quickly. Two Point Hospital had a DLC come out. I bought. I played a little of. I haven't gotten that far with it. I actually went back and replayed some of the old stuff, and I got stuck doing the alien stuff instead of moving forward. This one's a time travel one. You're doing like um, you know dinosaury old stuff, and they've got silly silly new diseases and things that are ridiculously named and hilarious beautiful little new animations and just just some new items and stuff and i always enjoy every dlc they put out for that game so if you haven't played two point hospital try it out it is an absolute blast um you're controlling a hospital but it's all cartoony it's absolutely silly Um, it seems it seems like insanity i i started playing it a little bit i think but i didn't get very far mostly because i I got distracted by other things (laughs) yeah I, i played the whole thing through um, up to like the second or third DLC, and then I got a little behind. But um, yeah, the base game I, I had won and built like a endless mode on the biggest map, and it was just, it's just a blast. It's an absolute blast. So yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and and like silliness of it. Like for instance, one of the first diseases you can get is lightheadedness. But what that means is the little cartoon character walks into the hospital with a light bulb for a head. Mm-hmm. And then they walk into a room to fix that that literally puts them in a machine that twists their head off and pops their own head back on. It's just silly. It's silly and adorable and fun. And if you like, you know, puzzly, make it work sort of things, that's a good one. Um, the only other thing I have been playing and um, is, of course, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And I'm still playing, not as much as I used to, not every day anymore even. But that's probably going to change here pretty quick. I was going to say, you got to get caught up on Final Fantasy, but then yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It we just hit fall, so I'm probably going to have to go decorating very, very soon here because it is my absolute favorite season, especially in this game. Pumpkins everywhere, little bat lamps everywhere, little decorative things everywhere. I need hay bales. I need little pumpkin patches. I need little costumes for my people. I need, I need to get it all done, and I need to do it now. So I'll be playing more of that again soon but yeah I've, I've been I've been a little slow since summer honestly um spring I was still playing like a maniac every single day we went on vacation in June and when I came back from vacation I just didn't have it in me to play every single day anymore and um I I I can see myself there's some big stuff coming for ACNH so I can see myself getting back into it daily again but right now it's just not the priority but I have still been playing quite a bit so that's what I've been playing separate um, the only other thing we have to talk about is things that are coming up that excite us Yelta what's coming up that you're excited about um well, I know there's a big one that both of us are really looking forward to, and that is Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker, which is coming out November 23rd. We mm-hmm. know we're getting more story. We know we're getting two new jobs. We know we're getting, you know, 10 more levels and, and just everything that goes along with that. Um, uh, we're going to have, I think, on, I think next week, uh, the media tour people are going to be able to release all of their articles, a lot of uh, content creators were invited to play the game some people have leaked already mm-hmm. but uh yeah but we're gonna get the official you're allowed to release your experience uh very very soon and i'm sure we're all looking forward to that and i've, I've already pre-ordered the game i've already taken vacation off for a week because i you know have a problem <laughs> <laughs> you have vacation days is what i you have, have vacation days so Endwalker is really the the most exciting thing coming up for me and uh, i i just honestly the reason i take vacation off for final fantasy patch days and expansions is no spoilers exactly i am reasonably active on social media and and I've even have to, had to tell off people in our own free company chat, a guild chat, don't spoil shit. It is, you know, keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> you know? Uh, so, yeah, I want to experience the storyline. This is supposed to be the wrap-up of the original game, right? This is, people are like, and this is the end of that story arc. That doesn't mean they're not making another expansion. That doesn't mean we're not getting more stuff. It just means that this is supposed to put a bow on everything. Yeah, the, you know, A Realm Reborn came out in 2010, but the game is even older than that. I, you know, I played since 1.0. They're mm-hmm. still trying to tie up loose ends and explain everything and tell us what they want to tell us. And then after Endwalker is supposed to be a whole new storyline arc. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming we will lose some characters. Maybe they don't die, but they might, you know, basically just not be heavily involved in the story anymore. I think they're going to introduce no more characters. I think, you know, you're working your way through the last expansion and there's been stuff that's just been very, very big happening and very impressive. I'm expecting all of that big stuff. I'm hoping, I'm hoping anyway, uh, Shadowbringers was so good that a part of me is slightly worried that Endwalker won't be that good or that whatever comes after Endwalker won't be good. But uh, 
I'm, I'm optimistic. I'm looking forward to it. So that's my big news that excites me is Endwalker is coming. What uh, else you got? Besides that, on October 12th, the Back for Blood is coming out. Uh, if you don't know what Back for Blood is, it's kind of it's kind of the spiritual successor to Left for Dead. So if you've played Left for Dead, it's a you know basically four player multiplayer game. You just go through, work your way through the storyline, and kill zombies. Right? It's it's a it's a there's a lot of guns. <laughs> But uh, I played in the beta, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, I think, what does the blurb say? Back for Blood is a thrilling, cooperative, first-person shooter from the creators of the critically acclaimed Left 4 Dead franchise. You are at the center of a war against the Ridden. The once-human hosts of the deadly parasite have turned into terrifying creatures, bent on devouring what remains of civilization. With humanity's extinction on the line, it's up to you and your friends to take on the fight to take the fight to the enemy, eradicate the ridden, and reclaim the world. Uh, what I played in the beta was really, really fun. So um, it's zombies, right? It's, 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 you're, you're killing zombies. It's, okay. a zombie, it's zombie killing. Um, what I had played in the beta was really, really fun, first of all. Now, I'm not good at shooters. Uh, there are... I'm trying to think. Are there difficulties on this? It might be difficulties. I can't remember. I only played on the easiest difficulty. Uh, because I'm not good at games, honestly. We, we talk a lot about games, but I am not actually that good at them, especially shooters. Um, it, but the world building was subtle, but there. It's not thrown in your face as giant pages of text. You know, you, 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 basically, you, you basically join the game, and you're in a survivor camp, and you... You know, talk to a couple of NPCs and you queue into your first, you know, mission and you get to pick a character. Uh, the characters each have their own kind of traits. I played mom. I think her name is mom. She's kind of a healer, right? She gets buffs for that. You know, and you work your way through and you escape this building and you go here and you talk to that person. So those quests and stuff uh, and you play with other people. If there aren't other people to play with you, they insert a bot you can also join games in progress and take over the position of a bot. Uh, but you can play and replay and you earn. There's there's like, I don't know how to explain it because it really confused me. There's a deck building part of this. So when you're basically, you, you go and buy cards or find cards in the world or whatever. And then at the beginning of different missions, you randomly get to pick from a couple of cards, you build decks, but then once you're in the mission, you get to, you know, as you, you know, hit waypoints, you get to add whatever card to your abilities. And what it might be like, I'm more powerful with headshots, or I can carry more stuff, or I can heal stuff better. Uh, and then there's also like, I think there were two cards that were randomly pulled that are basically like, uh, adjustments to your level, to the to, to the map you're going to. So this time it might be foggy, or this time okay. you might have whatever. So the replayability is 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 reasonably good. You know, I, you know, I, I I ran the whole mission set that was there for beta over and over and over again, and enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, so the deck that you're building, you you get to use those same cards if you wanted to like everywhere or do you have to keep earning new cards 
and they, you, you they don't expire. Them. Nope, okay. they don't expire. So you you have cards. You've now unlocked them, and they're yours. And then you can build a deck. And I I'm assuming maybe maybe I haven't quite figured it all out yet, right? So, but if you're like like maybe doing a healing build, you could like you know, or a damage build, or or, or whatever, I think you could, like, build different decks. So you choose your deck when you actually queue up for your mission. And then during the mission loading screen, you get to pick cards that, you know, but, but there's randomness to it. So I, I don't even know how to explain it. Once, you, once you've seen it, it's actually pretty fun and pretty interesting. Uh, I, I played a little bit of Left for, Be- Left for Dead back in the day. I enjoyed it quite a bit. And uh, I don't know. It's it's been fun. It's it's I am really looking forward to playing it on the twelfth, and uh, and you know make working my way through the story. And I think there were different difficulty levels. You could do the whole story on easy, and then you can do it all again on like medium and hard or something. And I think that you get like, um, you know, more respawns on easy, but uh, you know your rewards aren't as high or whatever. And there's stuff to unlock, and there's you know uh, it's. I don't know. I'm I'm really I'm, and I I like a good zombie shooter, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of hoping I can get Ulf, my husband, to come play it. He he played Left 4 Dead. In fact, he played Left 4 Dead quite a bit, and then I tried to come play a game with him, and he got frustrated with me. I think that I didn't oh, know no. about the different zombie types or something. But um, no, it it's good. It's 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 it it. it I know there are people who are like, well, it's not really Left 4 Dead. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. But it's kind of the next best thing we have for it. I like multiplayer games. And I like multiplayer games I can play with friends. And um, uh, this kind of, I think this will hit a nice spot. You know, maybe I'll mix it up with nights that I'm going to play Dead by Daylight. You know, Dead by Daylight, Back for Blood. So, so, so what about you? Um, I have two things. Um, they should be pretty fast. One is Two Point Campus. They they announced it's obviously from the same makers as uh, Two Point Hospital, and the idea is kind of the same. It's just the um, silly, cartoony, funny running of a college. You're building a college this time instead of a hospital. And I can't wait because I've loved everything they've done so far in Two Point Hospital. So. That one I'm psyched for. They just said sometime 2022. I don't have any more information than that. There's not more information than that on their website. But they do have where you can sign up for emails about the game so that you can get announcements as they come out, which I, of course, already signed up for. The only other thing I am very excited about is, as I mentioned earlier, Animal Crossing has an update coming out. And um, they are releasing, if you are at all familiar with the Animal Crossing brand, Brewster and his coffee shop, The Roost, are going to be in the November update. And uh, we don't know much more than that at this point, but we will next week because they're doing a Nintendo Direct specifically about Animal Crossing on October 15th, which also happens to be Brewster's birthday. (laughs) So that's pretty cute. Um, so yeah, when I'm expecting it, they're going to have Brewster back and his coffee shop back. I am expecting they'll have the coffee game again. I hope they give friends. you better hints though. Was I the, oh, I or, or was I the only it. person that was? No, it's everyone. Okay. Sis. It's everyone. Cause yeah. that was awful. You couldn't play it without a guide, really. I mean, you, because basically what they would do is, um, someone would walk in and say, I'd like my usual and 
you've never worked there before, you have no idea what their usual is. There are three different things you have to pick, like milk, without milk, you know, how you want their coffee, basically. And you have no clues. You have no information. Yeah, they they need to at to least give you one clue for each person, and then you can oh. build your list yourself or something. I hope the game's completely different. I hope it's like, oh, you, you're delivering coffee to one of the villagers or something. Or, you know, I don't know. Or, you know, after they've told you their order the first time, then the next time you have to know what it is. Or, you know, you talk to people as they appear. Because that's the thing, too, is people randomly appear there. Sometimes characters from the old game. Sometimes people off shift. Sometimes, you know... They, they do different people running through. So, for instance, if you stop in there sometime, hey, there's uh, Harvey sitting there having a cup of coffee. He says, oh, man, I like it when I have milk in my coffee. And he just tells you that. So the next time he comes in, mm-hmm. you know, you, you actually have a reason to know he likes milk in his coffee. So, you know, there's so many things they could do to make that game fun. But the other thing I'm expecting, they have not mentioned it, but I am expecting it is gyroids because i'm so sad they're not in the game natively i am too i'm very that was very one sad. of my jams with collecting gyroid sets yes and they they just they just put in a thing to i think they made it rain more and gyroids used to only appear and get dug up after it rained so I, people have been speculating that maybe that's why they upped the rain rates is because gyroids are coming. But also Brewster loves gyroids. Brewster used to be the storage for gyroids. He would let you have your collection and he would hold them for you. So I, I'm thinking they're going to add both of those things together. And the other reason I think this is last year at Christmas or New Year's, they put out a picture and everyone was talking about it but it had brewster on it and it had a gyroid on it and i think they've been working on this since but it got delayed because of covid and stuff but i am fully expecting to have brewster the roost and gyroids plus some extra stuff um but again october 15th nintendo direct i think it's like um 10 a.m eastern time or 9 a.m central or something so uh, which is the same time. But yeah, I think that's when it is, but I could be wrong. Um, but that's October 15th, Animal Crossing update information. And those are the things I'm excited about. Obviously, you, you mentioned Endwalker. I'm super psyched for that. I want to get caught up so I can run everything with all of you guys. And, and that should just be super duper fun. I am loving the storyline. I'm loving where it's going. I can't wait to see what's next because I have two quests left in the one zone I'm in. And then I have one zone left in the whole game. So I'm super duper psyched to, well, before the end of Shadowbringers. And then I've got all the after Shadowbringers stuff. But yeah, yeah. I'm getting I'm getting there. I'm getting, You're getting so there. Close. You're so close. I, I cannot wait till you run. I, I know you said that there's an NPC glowing right now and you have to go to the solo mission. Yeah. And I cannot wait to hear what you think. I'm so excited. Yeah. I really, really it's, am. It's I know. Good. Yeah, I know. I know where I'm going. the The stuff that's happening there is just wild. I just, I just know it. So it's, it's so. Well, the things that they've already told me, and the things that they've led me to believe, and things that are happening with my character, and things that are happening with the people in this city. I, I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. So yeah, those are the things I'm excited about, and I think that leaves us to the end of our podcast where we talk about. 
our personal plugs. Um, the first thing we've got is our blog, um, where you can find this show mostly and not much else at the moment, but one of these days we're going to put some updates on there. Um, you can find it at uh, sumasusisters.blogspot.com, and we're on Twitter at sumasusisters. You can find me on Twitter at Carrie Sumasu, that's K-H-A-R-I-I-S-U-M-A-S-U, and you can email me at carrie.sumasu at gmail.com. What about you, Yelta? You can find me on Twitter at Yelta Sumasu, Y-E-L-T-A-S-U-M-A-S-U. You can email me at yelta.sumasu at gmail.com. Apparently, I missed a message earlier this week, and fuck cancer is all I'm going to say. <laughs> Listen oh, no. to Gather Together if you want to hear about that. But, uh, yeah, we are both also on Gather Together. That's the Final Fantasy XIV podcast at GTFFXIV, and the website is www.gtffxiv.com, and we're at gtffxiv at gmail.com. Awesome. We'd also like to say thank you to Larry Nachos for our theme song. And if you want to support him, you can find him at youtube.com slash user slash Larry, L-A-R-Y-N-A-C-H-O-S, Larry Nachos. Um, thanks for listening. It's been a long time, but we're grateful for you sticking it out with us. We appreciate it. Have a good one, and we'll catch you next time. And have fun playing games. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>